started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What the fuck is up, gamers? Welcome back to City Girls Make Do. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I have romance shooting out of me every 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Alex, a.k.a. Icky Azalea. Oh, <laughs> that's good you. shit. Because it's season six, episode 14, The Ick Factor. Ick. Ick. This was a really good episode to me. I really liked this one. I didn't realize all, like, so much stuff happened in the same episode. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, Miranda and Samantha both had pretty big plots this week. Like, Carrie and Charlotte's were, like, pretty nothing, but they were, like, supporting the other characters, I guess. So, like, there was that. But their plots worked really well to balance out the other plots, I guess, because, like, Charlotte's was just hilarious to me as a 12 year old who thinks poopy duty is really funny (laughs) it's so funny it's really funny like it's really fucking funny to me and but then it like balances out some of the other plots like i put a question call out in the discord and you're like i love that you just put cancer at the end of it like it's just normal topic to add on to like shitting your duty ass yeah you did Put cancer at the end of it, but that is exactly what the episode did. That's true. The episode did say shitty duty ass and then cancer. So yeah, kind of a need- kind of a swing. Yeah. <laughs> they needed to balance it out, I think, with like something funny at the same time. Like it was like they put something really heavy in the episode, but then it was also like, well, the Miranda plot is supposed to be endearing and, like, make you happy. And I mean, like, it it did the best it could for being Miranda and Steve, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we will be talking about the cancer. That does mean we get to talk about the iconic gift moment. The gift moment? The gift of, of Samantha whipping her wig off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's true. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> For a second. I was like, the gif. The gift? Like, the, the Tyrion? <laughs> the gift? Um, the gift. Anyway. Yeah, so I guess anyway. we can just jump into this episode, because there's lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah. There is a, um, there's a lot to get through. We'll, we'll do it. Um, we'll do it. My notes weren't even that long, considering how much plot had, this episode had. So. Same, mm-hmm. but it's it's autumn, and Miranda and Steve are just having a like a patio bar drink. Miss that, mm-hmm. and uh, they see this old couple bickering, and Steve's like, "That's gonna be us, Miranda," <laughs> and Miranda's like, "That was already us, Steve." <laughs> <laughs> She's and like, "I then, don't want that to be us." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "But it already was." And oh. then they start talking about all the stuff they don't want, and she's like, "I don't want to be your mother." And I don't want to argue and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then Steve ends up saying, and I don't want to lose you, Miranda. And she says, I don't want to lose you either, Steve. And then Miranda's just like, will you marry me? And 
<laughs> Steve's like, are you serious? <laughs> uh, but she is. She's just like, yeah, why not? Let's just do it. Let's fuck it. Let's get married. Yeah. She's like, okay, cool. We'll get married then. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Um, and that's the scene. That is the scene. It's good shit. I love how casual it is and how, like, like, Miranda's not someone who wants big romantic gestures. So, like, she shouldn't have a big, you know, proposal scene or something like that. It's, it's good to me for, for what it is, even though I'm, it's like, I have to kind of be like, okay, this isn't what I want for Miranda, but given that I know that this is what she gets, at least they make it as, like, palatable as possible, you know? True true i always also i always kind of thought like if i ever got proposed to it would just be like uh should we get married <laughs> like it will be one yeah. of them uh-huh. <laughs> and i like it yeah it's good so we go to petrovsky and he's playing piano for carrie in his apartment and it, i love that they don't even have to pretend like he's playing the piano like they only show it from like the side so you can't see what his fingers are doing like they fully show the actor um like Bereshnikov playing the piano because he just can because he's talented. <laughs> How yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm a I'm a ballerina, I'm an actor, and I can play piano. Fuck you. Yeah, um, eat shit. Like I, <laughs> it, it's very much like the we, Matt and I were talking about this about our like the the best TV anecdote of all time about Mads Mikkelsen and the egg in ha- in. Uh, Hannibal and how it's like you're he's just talented like you don't have to pretend (laughs) oh where he like threw it up and he like cut it with a knife yeah on like the first try like they had all these like backup hand actors to do it and he just does it like (gasps) king king shit (laughs) king shit right there yeah he's playing the piano for her and like Carrie's just watching and he's like and she says, oh, what, what are you playing? And he's like, oh, I, it's a little song I made up inspired by you. Like, he's doing a fucking Bella's lullaby. Yeah, he basically is. And, like, it's it's a lot. If this happened to me, I'd be like, holy shit. Uh, and then he feeds, her, he feeds her a raspberry with whipped cream with his fingers. Oh. And I'm like, hmm. I, I think if it happened to me, um, I would be naked. I would just take my clothes off. I'd be like, come here. I'd just sit on the fucking piano and be like, use them fingers on my piano. Like, I'm. Yeah. You do a fucking Bella's lullaby. Yeah. I'm, I'm your. All this stuff. All right. It's just like immediately after this, we go to brunch and Carrie's telling the girls, and Miranda's like, Ugh. That's too much. That's disgusting. You know, you're getting the ick. It's it's too much of romance. It's too much. Mm-hmm. But like all the stuff he does in this episode that's like too romantic, I'm down for. Yeah, like I thought it was all pretty sweet. It's very in character for him. It doesn't seem yeah. like it's like something that is just really I don't know. I thought it was all fine. Well, okay, until we get to McDonald's, but, like, I hated that scene. Um, But, I don't know, along the way, I thought it was fine. I was kind of more Charlotte here. Charlotte's just, like, it's, like, very 1800s old world Russia romance. (laughs) And she also calls it, like, very, like, Victorian romance. And I'm like, what time period are you in? Do you just think old is the same? (laughs) Yeah. I know, like, yeah, I, I don't 
think it does. I mean, 1800s, like, was Victorian era in Britain. In Britain, yeah, I guess. But Russia, I guess, I don't really know a lot about what happened in Russia in the 1800s, but I'm just thinking, like, I don't know, stars were there. Surfed. Uh, Anna Karenina. um, Yeah. Which they mentioned later on in the episode. Yeah. It's before they got communism. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Carrie doesn't really seem into it. Like, she's kind of on Miranda's page. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, "Eh, it's nice, but it's a bit much. She's not as disgusted as Miranda is. And she also mentions that it gets worse. Um, because the the he, the song has a title, and yeah, it's in French. I do love that she tries to say it in her like, in her just like she she tries to say it, and it it's like, oh, you tried. Yeah, uh, I can't speak French, but basically, it's the girl with the sparkling eyes. Yeah, it's like la femme avec les yeux lumineux. Yeah, the, 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 you should speak French. You fucking. I do speak French. I just don't like to. That's valid. <laughs> I, I I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then this is where Miranda casually brings up, like, oh, yeah, like, that's all too much for me. Like, this is why I proposed to Steve over $3 beers. And everyone's like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Charlotte's like, that's like- your choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, you did what? And then she's like, and like, she looks at the girls. Like, Miranda looks at everyone. And they're all obviously very shocked. And then they start to cry. Yeah, it's very funny. And just like, <laughs> Miranda's like, it's going to be a very nothing thing. Like, it's not going to be this huge wedding. Like, And then Miranda is like, Samantha, I expected more from you. Because <laughs> yeah. even Samantha is like, oh my god. Even Samantha is like all romantical and stuff. Because she says... That she's like, oh no, I like romance. Smith's in LA, and he calls me every night before he goes to bed. And they're like, phone sex doesn't count. She's like, I have a glass of wine in my hand. <laughs> so that's romance. I do love it. It's good. Yeah. And then Harry and Charlotte are walking. They're going out of Tasty Delight, which apparently is some like diet ice cream place of like Froyo. I don't know. It's. I think it's like. Oh, yeah, it probably is Froyo because they said it was dairy-free, didn't they? Yeah, it's some shit. I don't know. Uh-huh. But they, like, <laughs> it's weird fake ice cream. Um, And they go there and, like, she's telling him about, like, how s- all the romantic stuff that uh, Alexander is doing for Carrie. And he's like, okay, I get it. Like, I would treat you to some night, like, romantic night. We'll go out in the town. It'll be amazing. And I'm like, I'm always happy to see Harry. Me too. I love to see it. He's like, and then immediately after he talks about that, he just like sticks his face directly into her ice cream and like licks it with his tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good shit. It's like no matter what Harry says, he's always Harry. It's good. Yeah, I love it. You love mm-hmm. to see it. Uh, and you then after, after that, we have Miranda and Steve are walking and they have loads of shopping and she's just sort of saying like i don't want some big foo-foo wedding like it has to be us we're not the type of people i mean she's right they're not the type of people to have a very ostentatious wedding she doesn't want to wear white because she has a child so she's not a virgin and she doesn't want to have a big white dress um and they're gonna 
pretty much get married because she says to the girls as well they're going to get married as soon as she finds a place that doesn't make her want to throw up <laughs> yeah and then they're like bag splits open and yeah they joke around about it and like steve's getting his foot like is he's like stuck on gum or something like his foot gets like stuck on something and they're just like laughing about how much of a disaster they all are but then miranda's yeah. like oh shit wait this place that we're standing next to is amazing it's like this just this someone's garden basically yeah which isn't like too ostentatious or anything i thought they were gonna do a thing where like because she's down on one knee getting this stuff and he's stuck standing up so i thought they were gonna do like a proposal thing and maybe she posed oh, to him yeah. like a pacifier or something but no that would be that funny been, that but... would be funny maybe i should write the show maybe you should write the show mm. you should there, but... there we go they do say they should just get married in their pile of in their pile of grocery bags. <laughs> yeah, maybe her dress should be made out of like plastic bags. It'd be something. Mm. That seems like even that would be too much of a like that would be too much for Miranda because that would require a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to do any work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they kind of are like, oh shit, this garden's really nice and it's not very corny. It's just really pretty. So this could be, this could be it. Yeah. I mean, you can still get married, uh, like even if you have a, just like a, you go to the city hall or something, they still oh, have, sure. little, you, they still have like rooms and stuff you can have an actual wedding in. Like you don't have to just sign a piece of paper. And they're mm-hmm. just like normal, nice rooms. So she I means she could just get married there. But the garden is very nice. I would like to get married in a garden. Yeah, I f- I love the idea of like outdoors in the fall in a garden. Like that's really nice because it's just like fall is just pretty to look at. It's good shit. Yeah. Although I will yes. say it's risky because rain. Yes, it is risky because rain. Yeah, I guess it depends where you live because it's like some, like if it was like where I'm from, it rains basically from October through May. Mm. So it's basically like fall, spring for that entire time. But I feel like in Ontario, it mostly only really rains in the summer here. So like it wouldn't be as risky, but it's still like, hmm, you never know. It could also just snow in October here because it's Ontario and I fucking hate it, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I live in the UK, so like it rains in the summer. It's gonna rain tomorrow. <laughs> it rains all the time. Oh yeah, it rains all the time in the summer here. Um, yeah, mostly only in the summer in Ontario, at least. Oh no, it rains constantly in the UK. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel true. like an out an outside wedding is just dangerous. Full stop. But I do like the sort of autumnal look. It's very pretty. It is very pretty. It's good. And I guess since they're doing it so close in advance, they can just look at the forecast and pick a day that's going to be yeah, nice. Yeah, exactly. That's genius. That's the shit. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, just have a fucking random wedding. I like that. It's good shit. I love it. Yeah. Um, and the uh, rest of the girls are shopping for gifts. And they're like, well, what the fuck do we get? Because, like, Miranda doesn't like weddings. So what, the, what sort of wedding gift do you get someone who hates weddings? Although yeah. I feel like she'd probably just say, like, don't get me a fucking gift. Like, don't, because I would, you know, donate to a charity or something. She kind of has everything already. Because it's not like she's, like, you know, moving in with Steve for the first time and they need to get, like, yeah. appliances or anything. So she doesn't really need anything. Like, Charlotte holds up this heart plate and Samantha's like, that's too domestic. We don't want to piss mm-hmm. her off. She's going to hate that. <laughs> I feel like she'll hate anything you get. 
she yeah she might i do like that at this point charlotte gets kind of annoyed she's like why don't we just get her something with shit smeared all over it and it's foreshadowing to her plot later in this episode Mm, true (laughs) and but sam's like okay also girls i need to tell you something i want to get a boob job because uh, she's in In Touch Weekly. She's in the magazine. Because they've been following around Smith and saying how hot and gorgeous he is and everything. Um, so she wants to get a boob job because she's seeing her boobs and she thinks they're tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like pretty confident about it. She's like, I know I've always been very happy and confident about my body. And I mm-hmm. still am, but I've decided to do this for myself. And, like, Charlotte and Carrie are very, like, why would you do this? Like, <laughs> why why are you doing this? You should change your mind. And I'm like, maybe be supportive of what she wants yeah. to do. Like, why are you like this? I think, like, yeah, it's not like she's, I mean, it is rather on a whim. But she's also, like, a full-grown adult and... She's saying, I guess you could more be like, oh, you don't need to change your body just because of one magazine. But also, yeah, she just wants to get her boobs done. And she's not, she says she's not going to get them a ridiculous size. Maybe just like go up a cup or two. Um, she wants them to like Carrie's. Carrie doesn't have tits. I don't understand what she means by this. <laughs> like Carrie is her so boobs. flat. That's the thing. All right. All the women on this show have small boobs and there is nothing wrong with that but they all have small boobies the only time anyone's was big was when miranda was pregnant like i don't know no one none of them have big teeth and that's fine but yeah for her to be like i want them to be like carrie's and carrie just has like maybe a b yeah that's pretty much it yeah. And then Charlotte's like, well, what about what about like mine? Do you you want them like Carrie's, but not like mine? And then Samantha's just like, yours are great too. And then she like goes in to grab them, and I'm like, what? The, you're in public, and you didn't ask. I just what? Yeah. Well, she's like, I think. Well, I think she says yours are fine, but she's like, oh, let me see, let me check. And then she like yeah, goes yeah, yeah. to grab them, and it feels yeah. it does feel like she's sort of miming to grab them. As yeah, opposed I don't to, like, think she actually does. Like, she doesn't, like, get quite there. No, it's like when you, like, jokingly, I feel like it was a joke. That she's yeah. like, oh, let me check your boobs and see if I want those. As opposed <laughs> to, like, actually just grabbing her tits in public, which would be a lot. And then Charlotte, like, laughs and swats her away. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it would be different if she would, like, just literally grabbed her tits and was like, mm, nah, maybe, mm, yeah, things are all right, not. actually. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then we go back to Carrie and the Russian again, and they're like, they're at his place by the fireplace, and it's just like, it's very romantic, and they're like, what are they doing? They're like, reading? Yeah, they're reading by the fireplace, and he is like, oh, let me read to you my favorite poem, and it's in Russian, but he translates it into English for her, and it's very romantic, and, because Carrie, this, this is my issue, right? It's like Carrie can't just enjoy the moment, okay? He's being romantic, he's being sweet, you're by a fireplace with a handsome man who's reading you poetry. She's like, oh, let me read you my poetry. And she starts reading her copy of Vogue about this Oscar de la Renta dress that she wanted. And he goes, oh, 
you're like, oh, you, oh, I'm friends with Oscar. I'll tell him you like his dress. Which, <laughs> ugh, I would fuck this dude. Are you kidding me? It's it's pretty good. Yeah. And she just like she's like, look, your poetry thing is great, but like I write a column that runs under the assumption that just like love is kind of dead, and I just am <laughs> not used to this. I'm an American. What does that mean? <laughs> she says that again later on in the episode. She's like, I'm an American. Which I don't know what that means. I don't know. She's just she's like I, maybe it's because she thinks like Europe is very romantic and America is very like boring mm. or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I've mentioned it. I will mention it every single time I am still dating him. I'm dating an American, and he is romantic. Yeah, like. He's probably, I mean, I will say, like, British people are probably the least romantic people out of all of everyone in Europe. Like, I don't think British, that, because um, it's, a, it's a scam, right? There's, I feel like British men have this image of, like, Mr. Darcy, and he's going to take you on a horse, and he's a, he's a right gentleman, and he always wears suits. Lies. Scandals. This bullshit. Um... <laughs> I've dated men who don't have toilet paper, right? Yeah, that's horrifying. British men are disgusting. They're horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will continue to date them in the future, but I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying, they're not great. They're nothing special. <laughs> However, I would say, yeah, the guy I'm dating now is American. He's very romantic. We do romantic things together. He hasn't read me poetry or written me a song or anything, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's cute. We had a little, we made out while my song was playing. Did a little dance. Yeah. That's, you know, cute romance. Mm-hmm. He just randomly gives me food sometimes. That's nice. Yeah. And he, you know, oh, he did do something really cute. It was disgustingly cute. Might as well talk about it. <laughs> when <laughs> I was with him and I was wearing um, a dress he has, Femboy Fridays. Um, I was wearing a nightie he has, and when I took it off and got changed to go home, he put it on and wore it like a scarf because it smelled of me. Disgusting, disgustingly cute though. Maybe I am a Carrie because I was like, oh, that's so mm, adorable. Except for Carrie would be like, "Um, yeah, no. (laughs) Carrie would be like, that's disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) I'm American. I feel like Americans could be romantic. I have physical proof. Well, just meet sh- fucking Charlotte, and it's like obviously, uh, obviously there are Americans who can who are like, oh, I want this like old timey romancy type shit. Like they exist everywhere. So <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's a rather it's a rather large country um, with lots of different people in it. So, like, at least one of them has to be romantic. Aiden seemed pretty romantic. Yeah, Aiden, I thought Aiden was, Big was kind of, like, the kind of person who, like, pretends like he's romantic by being, like, I love Frank Sinatra, and he's, like, I'm very (laughs) old-timey, but it's a ruse. He's not romantic at all. (laughs) He just wants you to think he is. I mean, all those, like, Old like Frank Sinatra, those old like Hollywood guys, they all cheated on their wives. 
and were yeah. at the very least like emotionally abusive. So yeah, adds up. Yeah. So yeah, checks out. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, then we go to Miranda dress shopping and she's on the phone with Carrie and Miranda's just t- like, someone is like getting dresses for her to try on at the store and she's just like, no, I don't want a white dress. I'm obviously not a virgin. The jig is up. I have a baby. Uh, <laughs> which like, you can wear a white dress even if you have a baby. Like, it's, it's not like we live in like olden times where people are like, this dress is a symbol of your purity. It's just like white dresses are kind of nice. I mean, people only started wearing white dresses in the Victorian era. That's when it became popular. Because uh-huh. Queen Victoria wore a white dress, and then everyone was like, oh, white dresses, we need to wear a white dress. Before that, no one for- wore a fucking white dress when they got married. My grandmother didn't wear a white dress, and it's not because she wasn't a virgin, even though she was not. <laughs> yeah, it's because <laughs> she didn't want to. It's because it was the war, I think, rations. But mm, it doesn't matter that yeah, she wasn't a like- virgin. My mom didn't wear one when she got remarried. Like, she just wore, like, a normal dress, I think. Mm. But, yeah. My mom didn't wear one when she got married. Again, she just... But she also did the Miranda and basically just, like, "Eh, let's get married, and then went to a local department store and got a dress there. Like, it was very low-key. I love it. (laughs) But she's also shopping during her lunch break, which feels so fucking stressful. Yeah, like, you get, like, an hour to just not be busy. Why Why do you want to go shop for your wedding dress on your lunch? But And she's on the I, phone with Carrie, which just sounds stressful in general. Yeah, I mean, I was just, like, looking at clothes on the internet last night, and I spent well over an hour doing that, let alone mm. if I was actually buying a wedding dress. Oh, yeah, I love to – I – not to be women be shopping but i love to be shopping <laughs> i do love shopping yeah uh-huh. i'm and sorry she's also on the phone with carrie and yeah carrie is once again complaining about like the romantic russian and miranda's like just tell him you're a modern woman and not anna karenina <laughs> you're an american you're she's an american so she's a- you know no romance None, no, and that's pretty much the whole scene. This is the thing, (laughs) but Carrie's whole thing is being a romantic and craving romance, and then she gets it, and she's like, "Mm, "No, yeah, pretty much." Because yeah, that is basically her whole column is being kind of like, "Wow, men kind of suck most of the time, but maybe maybe I'll find one that doesn't suck." Yeah, and like Um, there are reasons why the Russian does suck. But, yeah. like, at this point, it's kind of just, like, I don't know. It feels kind of like she's looking for excuses. <laughs> Very much. Like, at this point, the only, like, downside is that he travels a lot. Yeah. Right? He hasn't yeah. done anything. He's only been nice to her. And she's like, mm, no. <laughs> but he travels, and there's, like, maybe a slight language barrier, even though he clearly speaks completely fluent English. Yeah, his English is perfectly fine. I have a hard time hearing him because he speaks very monotone and, like, I have a hearing impairment. And so, like, when he's on screen, I have to, like, crank the volume or, like, look at a script of the episode. But that's – it's not because his English isn't clear. It's because he's a man with a deep voice. (laughs) Yeah. And Carrie does not have a hearing impairment. She's just, like, emotionally damaged um, from years of dating big. So – Mm-hmm. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, 
And then the, the like shopping assistant brings out this massive like frilly like tool dress, and Miranda's mm. like, "We need to have a word." <laughs> I just, I yeah, I feel like Miranda probably was pretty clear about what she was looking for, but oh, also yeah. like you, you could be like kind of nicer. <laughs> well, she's on her lunch break. That's the perfect this time to go shopping for a big, for, for a big day. Oh, of course. Perfect yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also Miranda says, because Carrie's like, well, why don't you just go like down to the registration office and just sign a piece of paper and be done with the whole wedding? Like, why are you doing this? And she's like, because eh, mm-hmm. I want to say the vows to Steve because I actually quite like him, but I still don't want to do... That is like do... a nice part. That's like, my favorite he's... thing about weddings is the vows part. True. And the food and getting very drunk. Oh, an open bar. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, open bar good. Yeah, I feel like I mean, even if you go to a courthouse, you can still save hours, can't you? Yeah, I don't know why you can't. They're not like it's forbidden. (laughs) No, they're like you sign a piece of paper and you go home. (laughs) Yeah, no one cares. Um, but yeah, that's it. And then Carrie throwing Uggs again. She is. It it is very early two thousands. We are fully out of the nineties now, and it's so weird. Yeah, it's it's a little jarring, but yeah, yeah. Um, but then she has a question. Oh, she does have a question. I totally scrolled over that because it was so short. Mm. Uh, her question. She she mentions like the the lactose intolerant like dairy place kind of, and it makes it just seem like that existing means there's no longer like dairy options that you can get everywhere (laughs) (laughs) but this leads her to be like have we become romance intolerant (laughs) yeah there's no dairy just because there's dairy free options that means there is now no longer dairy anywhere i don't know it's forbidden there's no longer any dairy there's only vegan options (laughs) if only if only that was the world uh but unfortunately unfortunately yeah. not mm-hmm. uh harry and charlotte go to a french restaurant where i'm assuming there are no vegan options probably not um, especially in 2004 almost certainly not uh, yeah no even if i went to france now yeah. i'd be like uh guess i'm eating ratatouille and bread yeah the the vegan options are you order a glass of wine <laughs> even then is like wine and it's been sipped through a lamb's stomach that is true that is very true i didn't learn about that until earlier this year and i was like shrimp trusting okay <laughs> uh, why That's do you why do I drink this vodka. it's, it's 2020 you don't need to do this anymore we have options <laughs> i remember like i got into an argument with a guy one because i said i think i said something that had gelatin in it i was like oh that's not vegan and he was like, but it's halal. So I was like, yeah, which means there's my pig in it. There's beef. plenty of halal things that are meat. Yeah, like, I'm like, that means there's beef in it. And he was uh-huh. like, oh. <laughs> like, that, what do you think halal means? That's incredible. Like, wow. vegan food would be halal because there's no meat in it. So, like, anyone could eat it. Yeah. It'd be halal, it'd be kosher, probably. Like. And he was like, no, it's not, it is vegan, it's halal. I was like, it was a lot. Gelatin, like, isn't even vegetarian. 
let alone vegan. It's just like it's straight up just right from the 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 body of the animal. Like, but okay. Boiled up bones. Yeah, they go out to this French restaurant, and uh, Harry's speaking in French. He's ordering everything, and he's like, "It's so embarrassing to me." I was like, "It's secondhand embarrassment." <laughs> Yeah, and he's, like, trying to do an accent even when he's speaking English to her, too. And I'm just like, this is so embarrassing. The waiter is still standing behind you. He can hear you. Like, this is... And then Charlotte's like, I didn't realize you could speak French so well. And I'm like, (laughs) holy fuck. (laughs) He's speaking French terribly. Like, he's doing, Like, like, a very fake accent. And I mean, it's fine. This is the thing. If I, again... My guy speaks fluent French because he went to a French mm-hmm. school. So maybe that's why he's romantic because he's not quite American. But- this is possible, but I also did like 12 – I did 13 years of French immersion and I'm like the farty, poopy part of this episode is hilarious. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> like- <laughs> but then, yeah. okay. But I'm like, if I was in a French restaurant with someone who spoke French very well or fluently and they were speaking to the waiter in French, fine with that. But Harry is be- not being very good at it. And we saw, and like, earlier in the episode, Charlotte is the one that translates the French name of the song. So she can speak French. She can speak it well enough to know what, like, almost all the words meant in the title. But I find it really hard to believe that she didn't know what Lumina meant when it's literally just, like, luminous. Luminous. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak French. I can kind of understand it. But I can't speak it. Yeah. But so yeah, even I knew what Carrie was saying because it's rather the yeah mm-hmm. la femme. Well, I wonder what la femme is like. What's what's femme? I don't know what that <laughs> means in French. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can at least take a uh, guess. Uh huh. They have like a they have like a seven course meal. Yeah, I don't understand how you can expect to have sex after a seven-course meal. Oh, yeah, fully. I have no idea what they were expecting. Like, they ate so much food, especially since French food is, like, pretty heavy. Because, like, they would have probably had, like, a cheese appetizer and, like, lots of bread. And, like, they would have been eating a lot of, like, heavy food. And then I have never – I wouldn't – I don't know. It is kind of weird that this doesn't seem like – food that would particularly give you the runs but like they just ate a lot of food so i guess maybe like something was undercooked they were like do you yeah. want the cheese plate or do you want the cheese cart and he was like i want the cheese cart he did say so that. they ate a cart amount of cheese this is true they did eat a cart amount of cheese so if anything wouldn't that make it harder for them to poop depends on the cheese this is true yeah. That is true. I don't think they ate the entire cart full of it. I feel like they had, like, a selection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to have ratatouille after this, though, well, so I'm nice. excited for that. I want to buy some cheese. Yeah. I usually have some, like, good, like, like a nice brie or something in the house to eat with crackers or bread or something, and I just don't have any right Ooh. now, and I'm sad. That is sad. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I wouldn't be mad at, like... A camembert. Yeah. It's good shit. It's mm. tasty. Love a bit of cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> also love tits. And so does Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> she goes to a club and she's just watching for tits to be like, what do I want? Time to see what I want. What's the selection like? 
Mmm, the palate. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, she's sad next to these guys who should be castrated. They are awful. And they keep, like, catcalling all the women in this <laughs> bar. And uh, she's obviously disgusted by them. But she just turns to the bartender and she says, either you are blessed or you have a wonderful dog. And the bartender is like, oh, doctor, whatever. You should go see him. And they paid for themselves and tips. She has wonderful, massive boobies. There are uh, okay. Samantha was like, I don't want to go up that much. I just want something like Carrie. And then she's like, your tits are amazing. And they're like pretty big. They're huge. Yeah. And it's like, shoot for the stars. Get whatever you want. It just doesn't seem like what you originally wanted. (laughs) No, but maybe she's looking for something which is like natural-ish. Yeah. And she sort of says to the woman like, I mean, her boobs could be natural and just like, but they're also big round ones, which don't look super natural. Yeah. You know how you can get like a teardrop shape and you can get, you can just get the big round ones and get teardrops. You want teardrops if you want a natural effect. Boob watch, 2019. Oh, wait, no, it's 2020. Fuck, I'm tired. 2019 just sounds better off the tongue, I think. Um, But that's it. And then we go out to yeah. Harry and Charlotte and they're in bed. And Oh, wait, no, we go to Alexander and uh, Carrie. Yeah, he has a present wrapped for her in a bow. Yeah, because she goes to his place and I think she's just expecting like a little sleepover. Um, but he's in a tux and she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, And fully. he says, oh, there's a opera opening at there's an opera at the Met and we're going. And she says, oh, well, I didn't wear my ball gown. And he goes, oh, look over there. And it's the Oscar de la Renta dress she was on about. I would mm-hmm. melt. Like It's beautiful, too. It's just this, like, very pink dress. And it's very elegant. But mm-hmm. it's not, like, it's not like a ball gown. But it's, like, very nice. No, I would say it's more, like, cocktail-y. But- yeah, that's kind of more the style, for sure. Yeah, it's, like, it's not... I wouldn't say it was black tie, which an opera opening would be. Yeah. But whatever. It's a pretty dress. <laughs> Harry and Charlotte are, like, lying in bed. And they're, like, they look like they want to get sexy. They're, like, kissing. And then Harry starts, he gets kind of, like, gassy and his stomach is making noises. And he's like, oh, pardon me. That was kind of weird. And then it keeps going. And then he's like, I'm sorry. And he gets up and he, like, sprints to the bathroom for shitty time. And... <laughs> Charlotte's like her stomach starts making noises too (laughs) yeah and like they run to the toilet and they um they have food poisoning I guess from the restaurant it seemed like a very fancy restaurant so I'm not I guess accidents happen um yeah something like that they something happened because they must have been a food they shared because like Unless they ordered the exact same dishes that were cooked from the exa- the exact same time or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Charlotte also gets up and her stomach's making noises. And she's like, honey, are you going to be in there for very long? And she, like, runs <laughs> to the bathroom, too. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's important to have two bathrooms. Um, it is. Yeah. I don't feel like the rich should only have that. I feel like the rich should only have one bathroom and then they should yeah. have to fight over who gets to have diarrhea in the toilet. Yes. One of them yeah, and it on the floor. The proletariat deserve to have a bathroom for every member of the house. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of risky that we only have one in our house. <laughs> yeah, true. I live in a two bathroom house right now. Perfectly good bathtub. No! <laughs> I'm gonna <Ma>. kill you. <laughs> 
Gross. No! Terrible. <laughs> Banned. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. They climb back into bed together later, and they both look, like, a lot frumpier than before, because before they were, like, still pretty, like, nice-looking from going out, and now they look like they're dying, and they're, like, in pajamas, and... They then they're like, oh shit, I have to go again, and they both have to get up to go to the bathroom like every twenty minutes. Oh, so gross! It's so bad. I once I don't I think I had I had like norovirus. I think mm-hmm. where it's like the virus where you like basically just shit yourself for um about a week, Oof. and I really I was like, this is the end. I was like, I'm dying. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of just like what having a fever was like as a kid for me. I didn't realize that that's a thing that's only really a symptom when you're a kid is like shitting forever when you have a fe- when Not when you have a fever, when you have the flu, like the flu specifically. I think shitting is like, it's really awful when you get food poisoning. Oh, truly, it's terrible. <laughs> it's very funny to watch on a TV show, though. This, this is where Carrie and the Russian go to the opera together, wearing her dress. And yes. he wants to dance with her outside, and her voiceover is just like, this was the most romantic moment, but then she literally, like, collapses. She faints. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah. dramatic. Like, he, like, goes, he just holds her hand, and she faints on the floor. And he catches her, um, and, she's, and then she wakes up, and she's like, this is too much. I'm an American. <laughs> Again. What does that mean? I don't so they know. go to McDonald's and they're so horny at McDonald's. <laughs> they're they're ordering the horniest way they can. And like the lady in the tramp of French fry at the counter and the oh. person working there is like, what the fuck? The person working there is like, you need to pay you need to buy stuff they haven't paid yet why is no. their food coming out they haven't paid yet it doesn't make any sense it's but they so get their just... food yeah oh. i'm an american then, so i have to be horny in mcdonald's it, i guess so like that's just what it is and they yeah after they lady in the tramp the french fry then they start to slow dance and their food is ready and they're just dancing and the person working there is like hello Excuse me? (laughs) Hello? I hate it so much. Like, yeah, eating McDonald's makes me like, fuck, this is like some good shit, but I'm not gonna like be horny in front of the cashier. Yeah, no, I I don't think McDonald's makes me horny. Like, especially if this is like the American McDonald's where everything's fried and like beef, or it used to be. Yeah, American McDonald's is too greasy for me. Like, I do, I will eat it, and I do like it, but it's not as good mm. as it is in Canada. Like, it's better in Canada to me, so. Nah, British McDonald's is good. Like, we have vegan stuff, and, uh, I don't know, I don't think there's anything, like, special over here. I don't think we have, like, a special. You know how, like, yeah. different countries have, like, their own thing? I don't think we have any of that, but it's There's no, good. like, McBeans on toast. Oh, God, no, thank <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty funny if they had a McBeans on toast, though. McBeaning is a mash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be good. We the only thing that we really have in Canada that's different. It, well, it's not even that different because they have it in Atlantic America too. But there's a McLobster in in like oh. Halifax in like the Maritimes. But I believe they have this in like Boston and like Atlantic America too. But that is 
I don't know. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I've never tried it before, and I don't no. think I ever will because I'm not a seafood person. But still, and I also don't <laughs> live in the Maritimes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't. I'm looking at and see if there's anything special we have. Fish fingers. You can get. Fi- I don't know if you can still yeah. get fish fingers. We don't have that. We just have like fillet of fish. Yeah, we have a fillet of fish. Yeah, fish. You can just get fish fingers though if you want. Actually, I think they still do poutine here. Nice. It's just no one ever orders it because why would you get it there when you could go literally anywhere else to get it? True. Yeah, I don't. It just doesn't. No. It's not the right kind of fries for it. Mm. No. Yeah, you want like a thick fry. Yeah, like not like a steak fry, but just like a normal size French fry is like yeah, ideal for a for a for a patine. No, a super skinny one. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Chocolate. We have chocolate donuts and uh, chicken legend. Chicken legend. Chicken legend. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, we have like veggie stuff. Like we have like veggie, like bean wrap, and like a veggie veggie dippers. Thinking mm. so of vegetable, you can get vegetarian stuff at McDonald's, which I appreciate a lot. I don't know what vegetarian options they have here, but I also haven't worked at McDonald's for about fifteen years, so I'm kind of like don't remember (laughs) i do go there but i always order the exact same thing so (laughs) yeah same um but yeah they go to mcdonald's and they're disgusting i really feel like they should have put the charlotte and uh harry scene before the next scene instead of the carrie and petrovsky scene because i feel like i don't want to follow up like the horny mcdonald's scene with the samantha scene i feel like i don't know I'd rather watch people uh, shitting than watch these two, like, make out. I would literally rather if they had, like, used their HBO powers to make me see them shitting. Yeah. Instead of having to watch this McDonald's. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we get a titty tally, I guess. Um, Sam's at the doctor's, and he's just, like, doing a check on her, um, and... He says that she has a lump, so he wants her to get it checked out before any surgery happens. Yeah, and he's like, it's probably a cyst, but like, you should have it looked at as soon as possible, just be- in case it's going to be something we have to deal with. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, Sam insists on picking Carrie up in a cab before the wedding, and Samantha tells Carrie that she had a biopsy on they found a lump they did a biopsy this quickly it's very quick yeah yeah what the fuck like i know she's rich but this is still american healthcare. (laughs) how did she find out this quickly anyway that's besides the point but tv magic yeah uh yeah she says that she has cancer and she's not gonna know more about it until they remove it and she can get like a full diagnosis and everything um yeah but she's confident on it, and she's just telling Carrie so she doesn't accidentally blurt it out later. Spoiler alert, she accidentally blurts it out later. Um, she does. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> she's telling Carrie, and she's like, I don't need to cry. I don't want you to tell the other girls. I just need to tell you. Yes. And, and yeah, cause she doesn't want the other girls to know yet, because she's like, I don't want to ruin their day, too. Yeah. Um. She... Okay, so... It does piss me off to watch this scene after watching Carrie find out that Big needed heart surgery episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
um, Carrie's reaction to that, again, if you forgot, being bursting into tears immediately and uncontrollably when he just mentions that he has to have heart surgery done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Her friend has cancer and she's like, okay, I will deal with this stoically. I will be strong mm-hmm. for you. Uh, yeah, it, mm, it doesn't quite make sense. I feel like if my friend said this, I would uh, I would immediately burst into tears. Yeah, and, same. Like, I'd probably be like, okay, yeah, if you need me to be strong for you, I can do that. But I would, at first, burst into tears. Yes. And, uh, like, if this was just her reaction and we didn't have that big episode, then I would be like, this is fine. I don't have anything to say about it really she's just being like you can tell she's sad about it and it's like a solemn, yeah. solemn moment but like having the context of the other episode next to it and like it's very near it's like it didn't happen that long ago it was in season six so yeah. like it's it's too close for me to not compare them and be like this is kind of fucked up <laughs> how you reacted differently to Big. (laughs) Big wasn't even dying. Well, okay, Samantha's not dying, but, like, cancer is a, like, to me, like, hearing my friend has cancer and is going to have to have surgery to, like, have this removed is, like, more serious to me than Big has to have, like, it it is a heart procedure, so it is dangerous, but, like, I don't know. I I don't know know if that's burst into tears material as opposed to, like, your friend having cancer yeah that feels like just a lot more material yeah yeah and Um, you don't know how serious it is yet so it's not like oh it's fine i just have to have it removed it's like it could be worse we don't know yet yeah it could be really bad we don't know uh Mm -hmm. so yeah but she deals with it rather stoically and uh then they go to the wedding and miranda and steve get married and it's it's very sweet i suppose it's pretty small because yeah. it's, like, the couple, Magda, Steve's mom, and, like, the four girls. And that's, like, it. It's nice and well, small. Yeah, there's, like, a couple of people who I guess are meant to be on, like, Steve's side. Like, there's, like, couple family. They're all not, yeah. it's like, there's probably only, like, ten people there. So it's a very intimate wedding. Which I love. Like, I'd love to have a really intimate wedding. I don't know. Why would I invite people I don't like to my wedding? Well, that's the thing, is it's, like... It's nice because, first of all, if she has to feed the people, then she only has to feed, like, I don't know, 20 people here. (laughs) And, yeah, it's kind of nice because you actually get to spend time with all of them instead of just kind of being, like, saying hi briefly to every single person. But Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It seems like the ideal to me. I don't know why more people don't have just, like, intimate weddings. Yeah. Or elope. I'm not sure. Who cares? Yeah, fuck it. It's your day. Do whatever the fuck you Mm -hmm. want. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, they get married. It's very sweet. Um, like, Charlotte's holding little Brady. Yeah. Big and Brady. Yeah, it's large. Cute. He's a large baby. He's he's and big baby now. Yeah, he's large. And then they have food. It's food time. Uh, mm-hmm. And Charlotte's like, Samantha, you look so pretty today. Which is kind of a weird thing to say, to, like, isolate just Samantha. When Samantha looks pretty good most of the time. Yeah, and, like, it's a wedding, so, like, you'd think she'd look pretty, but I guess, you know, complimenting your friends is good. It's nice, yeah. And then Samantha's like, thanks, I have cancer. <laughs> yep. Okay. We, d- I do love her. <laughs> I do, and she just, like, drinks the rest of her martini, and Charlotte is like, what? Yeah, they and... get kind of interrupted by, like, a waiter. 
Yeah, and then the Carrie's like, "We need more drinks. We're not good for drinks. We need more, more, more." And yeah, um, yeah I guess they talk about it, but we just see it goes to Miranda, and she's sitting with the Miranda is like talking to Steve's mother, and her Steve's mum is like, "I'm so glad you didn't wear white and you're not pretending, but you're part of the family now, so I need to tell you something. When I married Steve's father, uh, I wore white." But I wasn't a virgin. I sinned. I sinned. I was white on the outside, but I had a little Jackie on the inside. Right? <laughs> okay. Why are you telling her this? And she's like, don't tell Steve. <laughs> I, yeah. I, and Miranda's like, um, okay, Steve? She's like, okay, it. time to dip. <laughs> yeah, and she goes and sits with the girls and, um... They, like, suddenly stop talking, and they're like, oh, Miranda, hi. Uh, and Miranda's like, why? What are you talking about? Why are you being weird? Are you talking about me? Have I become a bridezilla? Do you hate everything? <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, Matt, it's awkward. It's awkward. Samantha basically has to come clean, and she says that she has cancer and explains what she said to Carrie, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. But she's like, but I didn't want to tell you because I don't want to ruin your day. And you know, it's it's now it's now it's my day because we all have to talk about it. And Miranda mm-hmm. is like, "No, it's my day. You're going to do what I say, and I want you to tell me everything." And she sits down yeah. with them, and Miranda's like starting to cry. And then there's an echo of like the first part of the episode because Samantha says, "I expected more of you, Miranda," when she starts yeah. to cry. And I was like. <laughs> It's really sweet. It's a really sweet friend moment. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's like a really nice way to end the episode. Yeah, I feel like the good parts of the show are when they have like a friend moment. Yeah, those are really nice to me. And I thought this was, yeah, I thought this was really sweet. This was a really good episode to me. Like, this is kind of one of those standout ones in season six to me, where it's kind of like, it kind of has a little bit of everything. Like, it's a little bit sad, but then you also have like a whole wedding. And then it's, but then there's also like a poop joke part of it, which is like (laughs) funny. And then Carrie is like annoying, but she's not problematic. So it's kind of like, she could have been so much worse. And, well, okay, the McDonald's thing was problematic to me. But. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That it was quite problematic. Yeah. Um, rankings, I guess? Yes. Um, okay, Samantha gets my top this week. For yeah. Sure. Like, that's just, like, she, that's just obvious, I think. Um, she, I also just felt like Kim Cattrall did a really good job this episode. Like, I just felt like her acting was really, I don't know. It's, it's not often where you have to see Samantha be kind of, the sad one and i don't know i just thought she was well written and good mm-hmm. um i th- <sighs> hmm. second okay i feel like miranda deserves to be second in this one but i'm gonna put charlotte second because i thought her plot was really funny <laughs> <laughs> and i just think it's really funny to be like, we're going to go out for a fancy dinner and then we're going to have to shit ourselves. And there's like a montage of them having to go to the bathroom and lying on the floor. And like, I feel like Miranda probably deserves second more. But like, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm putting Charlotte second. And then Miranda third. She was also pretty good this week. And then Carrie's at the bottom. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, all right, no. But because I feel like if you survive food poisoning... You get a 
like a thumbs up from me. You do. And it's like, I don't know what the timeline of this is like, but I think it must be long enough. That it must be at least a week for her, for Samantha to get a biopsy. So it's not like she had food poisoning. Like it's not like Charlotte had food poisoning like the day before the wedding, but I like to imagine that she did. And then she just pulled herself together anyway. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like to imagine it was the just- day before. Yeah, it's, it makes it more interesting that way, that she still pulled herself together and showed up and was happy. Uh, but, and then, yeah, Carrie was just useless. Like, it's fine. She she could have been way worse, but, like, the McDonald's thing was just disgusting, so. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Enjoy the romance. Enjoy it, and also just, like, don't do a Lady in the Tramp thing you're not dogs. Or do it in, <laughs> like, the comfort of your own home. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was gross. But was anyway, so the person getting paid minimum wage to to serve them their fries deserves an absolute medal, like a gold medal made of real gold all the way through. <laughs> anyway, that's anyway. Uh, the episode. We have questions this week. So if you want to send us a question, you can send them to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. We have three. So the first one is from friend of the show, guest of the show, Jess, a.k.a. Tanika Pack on uh, Tumblr. And she says, what are the most and least valid wedding themes? Uh, in example, someone who works at a convention I work at had their theme be that convention. And yikes. Oh, I, think I feel like currently Harry Potter is a pretty invalid one. I feel like any like nerd, any like science fiction or fantasy any like fandom related wedding um you shouldn't legally be like you shouldn't legally be allowed to get married if you can do that i feel like homestuck themed would be particularly embarrassing i can't believe you said that i i think it would be you think but you think i wouldn't think that's embarrassing like i think that would be pretty embarrassing i don't think like that didn't even pass my mind like that i couldn't fathom that of course you oh said yeah <laughs> So for some reason, this popped into my head last night when I first read the question that possibly the worst theme for a wedding would be Funko Pop themed. So like the cake has like Funko Pop of like custom made of like the bride and groom on top of the cake. Mm. That'd be pretty bad. You're right. It would be straight people that do that. It would be because I feel like if you're not like I feel like if you're gay, you recognize how horrifying that is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the worst theme, the worst location you can get married in is a plantation. Obviously. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's People awful. keep getting married in plantations, and I'm like, you deserve to be haunted by the ancestors for that one. That's horrifying. Like, it's truly, like... Horrifying. Mm. Looking at you, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, just I don't truly how people can like like them after that. I'm like, no, no. I you don't got married and you got married in a place where uh, human beings were enslaved, owned, and tortured. Yeah, death, I don't understand how you could be like, oh, it's so beautiful. Like it's oh. it's it's really not. I don't. <laughs> the antebellum South, isn't it wonderful? I love Gone with the Wind. It's my favorite movie. Like, there's so many other, if you're looking for, like, a big house in a green field, there's so many other places you could go. So many. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah. There's yeah. plenty of places where there's a house where, like, you know, it doesn't represent one of the worst moments in human history. Um, mm-hmm. 
I feel, yeah, I feel like any like fandom centered one, but then like a horror, a horror thing might be fun. I think that would be fun. Yeah, like I feel like fun ones would be like, yeah, just like something really goth. Yeah, goth weddings always good. Um, yeah, bad wedding beach theme, and I don't mean getting married on a beach, which I feel like is like fine, but beach themed wedding. So like the seashells and stuff on trip. Mm-hmm. I'd be like fine with that, but it's not what I would want personally. I think what well, it's kind of my like... cousin. My cousin had a beach themed wedding, but it wasn't on a beach. Hmm. We're nowhere hmm. near a beach. But she had a okay. beach wedding. Hmm. My cousin had a mountain wedding like a year ago, and it ruled because like it's it was in BC where there's actual mountains, and like it was on top of like it's like near it's it's kind of like at the base of like the ski hill, but it's still up the mountain, and it was just like these amazing views in like the Pacific Northwest, and just like oh. that was pretty cool because it was like outdoors and there was no rain, and it was like you could just. I don't know. It it was beautiful. So that was really cool. But like it's not like the theme was mountain. It was just no. on a mountain. There wasn't really a theme to the wedding. Yeah. I don't feel like weddings really need themes. That's the thing. Yeah, I feel like it's like if you want to have like a couple hints of things, that's kind of nice. Yeah. But like like maybe you want to use a piece of music or something that could be from something you really care about. But like the entire thing having like an entire theme is a lot. And unless it's like vampires, which would be sick, then it's kind of like, eh. I want a vampire. I want a vampire wedding. Like, imagine a wedding that's, like, everyone is dressed in black. It'd just I'd be really that. good. Yeah. I'd love to attend that. Yeah. Yeah. Or what about, like, a David Lynch-themed wedding? That's like, pretty can, cool. You can get married in the Great Northern. You can get married in the hotel from Twin Peaks. Oh, I would love it to have a Racerhead baby be my ringer. <gasps> yes! Yes! So that'd be pretty cool. And, like... I don't know, you like you're dressed like Laura Palmer and like you're Yeah, the groom's just dressed like Kyle McLaughlin Dune. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the groomsman is like Sting from Dune. Yeah. It'd be really good. And like your bridesmaids are, I guess, Laura Dern. That would be perfect. I'd now this that. is just reminding me of like taking this as in best theme and what I said is worst theme and reminding me that there is Laura Palmer wrapped in plastic Funko Pop and that's real. That's a real thing. That's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's bad. But you can make the wedding dress from plastic. Again, I don't know why I'm like championing plastic wedding dresses, but I feel like that could be kind of a look. Yeah, it could be. And then you I, pull I, I out do your think ba- that's cool. I think if you pull out your vows from underneath a fingernail. Oh, and you read all your vows backwards, like in the <laughs> in the Black Lodge. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty sick. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. I know I what I want to do. Out. I think I know what I want to do for my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to attend. Yeah. Okay, so that's our first question from Jess. We have another question from Jess, and they're bo- they're both really great. I love Jess's questions. So um, the second one is, where do you rank the song Cancer by the best band My Chemical Romance among the other songs on the life-changing album The Black Parade? Oh, I don't know. It's pretty know. high for me. It's not the top, but it's pretty high. It's a good song. I feel like it's a good song objectively. It's not a song I want to listen to very regularly. Yeah. 
because it's like it makes me sad makes me cry i will say what is at my top is the one right after that mama that one slaps plus liza minnelli every time i listen to mama it reminds me of how much, how badly and how desperately I want someone to make a mashup of Mama by My Chemical Romance with Fourth of July by Sufjan Stevens because they're both just like, we're all going to die. And they're both about, well, I mean, I guess the, the Sufjan one was a little bit sadder because it's like literally about his mom dying. <laughs> um, this is the most Steph thing you've ever said. Think about the mashup of these two songs. I'm just like, they 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 both literally say we're all going to die. So I'm just saying. Um, anyway, I think my f- uh, it's a really hard. I'm like looking at the whole track listing right now and it's like, fuck, there's so many good songs. I don't know where mm. I'd rank it. I feel I feel like this is kind of like, I feel like Famous Last Words might be my favorite song on the album, even though it's kind of like an obvious, one of the more obvious picks. Yeah. Uh, it's a good song, though. It is a good song. I don't know. House of Wolves is really good. Every song on this album slaps. It's so good. The End and Dead together mm. make up a really high pick. Separately, not as much, but, like, together really high. I would say it probably ends up in the... I don't know if it makes the top five. It's it's kind of... Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer this question. It's too hard. Yeah, I will... I mean... I know this is like maybe kind of normie of me. I feel like Welcome to the Black Parade is my number one of this album because I know every word and I feel like it is beyond iconic. Like It is if iconic. You, if you play that note, if you play just a little G note, uh, all the emo kids wake up. Yeah, and it's really, it's like three songs in one, which slaps. Yeah. It's kind of just like, it's it just changes and I don't know. It it's re- like it's iconic for a reason. There's a reason why it's so high up there. Mm, definitely. I'm gonna say my answer is that it's probably around number five or so in my top. Maybe a little lower. Maybe, mm. but like that's around where it falls. And it's a 14 track album, so that's pretty high. I'm going to say it's probably like a six. I need to give the whole thing another listen to before I rank Uh everything. But yeah, I think it's an objectively good song. I think all the songs in the album are very good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree. It's not not what I would go back to immediately. Yeah. It's it's not going to be my, like, first... It's not going to be in my top three. I know that. No. But it's up there. Yeah. Okay, so that's those are both of Jess's questions. And then we have a question from friend of the show, Siberian Pine. And, okay, so this question is, my ex had a wedding where they invited people for a party, and whoever turned up, they said, psych, it's a wedding. (laughs) What would be the worst (laughs) social event to be informed of after you'd already arrived, occasion and inviter? Funeral. I feel like... Yeah, like like I... mm -hmm. Funeral or a birth. I mean, the, birth? <laughs> the start of life or the end of it, I feel. Oh, showing up to something and being like, by the way, this is a, a human birth and you have to witness it now. Um, I feel like funeral is like, it's definitely kind of one of the ones where you show up and you're like, oh, fuck, oh, shit. Like, you either knew the person and you're like, they're dead or like you didn't know them. And it's like, this is kind of like a vibe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A surprise funeral was vibe. Yeah, I feel like 
that's probably like I think that's a really valid answer but I feel like if I showed up somewhere and it turned out to be a funeral I would be kind of like okay there's worse things this could have been I feel like it depends on the funeral yeah for sure for sure like if you showed up and everyone's wearing black and you're wearing like hot pink or something and you're like oops yeah i didn't know but they did say psych so (laughs) they were like i tricked you and you came okay so here's what it probably is it's a funeral but the reason why they tricked you is because it's your ex and they wanted you to show up to it and they knew you wouldn't have come if they hadn't said it's a party but then you show Mm. up and you're like this is a party but like it's actually a party because you hate the ex yeah Mm, yeah that's true I feel like the worst one yeah it would have to be like you don't like the person so you have to be tricked into going to it because I guess if it's a funeral like if you like them you'll probably go um yeah. hmm. I feel like an orgy oh yeah that would be bad because I'm yeah. like no I don't want to per- like good for you but I don't want to participate mm. but at least you could just be like okay well I'm gonna leave or just sit in the other room and have like the snacks that you put out <laughs> But, like, even if you were going to participate in the orgy, like, I need to be prepared for that mentally and physically. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, that's a lot to just kind of yeah. show up and have them say psych. Psych. But, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my actual worst thing I could possibly show up to that, that someone pretended was a party would be, like, you show up and it turns out to be, like, a military event. And it's, like, oh, you can't leave and you have to sit through this, like... I don't know, this, like, veteran honoring ceremony or something, and I'm like, what? I think that's probably the worst thing I could show up to. Or, like, a car show. If someone was, like, come to this party and it turned out to be a car show, I'd be like, I hate this. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm going home. Mm -hmm. This isn't for me. I I can't do this. I'm going home. Clip, clop, clip, clop. Yeah. The best thing you could get secretly invited to, though, would be, like, someone saying, it's going to be a party just show up would be like you show up and they kept it a secret because it was like an execution of like Elon Musk or something like that and it's like we couldn't tell you because like then obviously he would find out about it but you show up and that happens that'd be sick (laughs) I don't condone this I'm not gonna say I don't condone it but I I feel like the worst one but off that note I feel like if it was something illegal but yeah and it was like surprise we're robbing a bank that would be bad because it'd be like, I yeah. wish you t- told me at least to, you know, bring a balaclava. Yeah. If it was like, surprise, we're going to kill someone, you'd be like, oh, fuck's sake. Well, I mean, it depends. Because if it was like the execution, it'd be like, oh, well, I'm not the one doing it. I'm just showing up for the, for the party. And so hopefully I wouldn't get arrested for it if a lot of other people are showing up too. Maybe like a post-execution yeah 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 because like Like it's already been done you have the head yeah that would be pretty good i think Hmm. we don't condone executions yeah like i'm not gonna say do murder that's not what this podcast is about i'm just saying that it would be sick to show up to a party where someone had elon musk's head that's all i'm saying hypothetically yeah hypothetically yeah yeah, parody, parody. Um, <laughs> it's not like that would ever happen because assassination hasn't been cool since like someone tried to kill Ronald Reagan, and everyone's been a coward since then. So um, <laughs> it's not like this is ever going to happen anyway. So I'm not condoning this. No, <laughs> don't arrest <exactly>. me. <laughs> don't arrest her. 
Anyway. No, no, um, stop. Don't do it. Don't arrest her. No, don't. Ah. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. That's our last question for the week. Thank you for sending us questions. Really love to read those ones. They were very good questions. Yes. Um, (laughs) We can do Patreon now. Um... If you want to give us money, you can go to patreon.com slash citygirlsmakedo. You can give us $1 a month to be a haymower. You get a special Discord rule. You get access to our bonus content like the Mummy Mailbag and the Keanu podcast. You get access to our secret exclusive Discord channel of Looker and Nanu Picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the $5 level, you get all of that in an even specialer Discord rule. You get a shout out on the podcast every week and you can submit stuff for Steve Voice. And at the $10 level, you get all of the previous stuff, plus you get an even specialer Discord role. You get to be blue. Uh, <laughs> you also get to listen to us record every week if you want to. So uh, thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, and our $5 and up patrons are Alex Schaup, Summer Geist, Jennifer Snyder, Matt Ribeiro, Jesse Alachi, and Siberian Pine Hardwood. So thank, thank you, you all for giving us money every week or every month, not every week. We really appreciate it. <laughs> thank Uh, you yeah and that's pretty much it um that's it that's it if you want to find me you can find me online at age of oddish on twitter and uh windfall island on tumblr took me a second yeah you can find me at dork phoenix on tumblr at alex the virgo on twitter and alex king chuck on instagram I need to make a more cohesive internet uh, life, but get one of those link dot tree or whatever they're called. That um, Summer and Noah use those because they have so many more online things like music and things than we do. But like they always mention that, and I'm like, oh, that's neat. Yeah, I mean, you can find all our stuff on our noise space profiles. This is true. You can find everything on our Noise Space profiles. They have bio. We have bios now. Yeah. If you go to like noisepace.xyz's Slash post slash Stephanie, I think. Yes. Yes. Matt gave me a thumbs up. That's right. You will find my bio and it has links to all my shit and all the podcasts that I've been on, whether as a guest or as a normal. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) as a normal, can you ask Matt which, which, what mine one is? Because there's a couple Alex's. I think yours is just slash Alex. You think? Yeah, because there's, because there's Alex Leaf Crunch, but she's, like Alex Leaf Crunch, I think, and then like they're all the you're you are like the OG Alex, so you're just myspace dot xyz slash host hosts or host just host host slash Alex. I'm the yeah, I am the OG Alex. I'm the I'm the prototype. I'm the original. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm like exactly. the little Kim of the Alexes. You are. That's you. And so that's yeah, me. go to check out myspace.xyz and check out our post pages. There you can see all the stuff we guessed on too. And uh mm-hmm. also just see how the website looks. There's like 28 noise space podcasts now or something. There's a lot. That's mad. It's good shit. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can find a host of good shit on noisepace.xyz. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway, yeah, check that shit out. Um, we're all hosted by Matt, boyfriend of the show, who mm-hmm. is talking in the background throughout this episode a bit. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And mohe every day. Mohe every day, fuck cops. Thank you. Fuck cops. Bye. So long, good night, good skin, it's from the lips. Mwah. Mwah.
Turn